Welcome to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond podcast. My name is Vignesh Devaraj, an Ayurvedic doctor and holistic health coach. Each week we share wisdom or interview an inspiring personality to guide you become your healthiest self. Remember, your health is your greatest asset. In this episode, I am interviewing Dr. Varalakshmi Yanamantra, an Ayurveda practitioner from Birmingham, UK. She is an expert in the management of gut health disorders using an Ayurvedic holistic approach. The topics that we discuss in this episode are what exactly is constipation and how to understand if you are suffering from constipation. What are the various causes of constipation? And then issues with laxative abuse and various laxatives that are used. Who can use laxatives and how it should not be used? And also we are discussing about the proper utility of trifala. And we finally conclude by the lifestyle and dietary changes to enhance your bubble movements and to have a proper healthy elimination habits. Very interesting episode with lot of good information. Now we go over to Dr. Varalakshmi. Hello Dr. Varalakshmi, thank you so much for being a part of my podcast Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond and I'm so happy to have you for the second time. and the first episode that i did with you regarding the concept of irritable bowel syndrome i got such excellent feedback all the listeners who have not heard that episode of dr varalakshmi regarding ibs and irritable bowel syndrome please do listen to it and now again we have her and today we are going to talk about one of the most common gut health issue which is constipation so doctor thank you so much for being part of this podcast again thank you so much for uh, having me dr vignesh uh, you know i had such a great time chatting with you last time and uh, you know this time as well i'm so looking forward to our conversation about the you know the most common and uh, i think often uh, not considered constipation most people think that it's not a part of health issue it became so common that it's like one of those symptoms where uh, you just take something like a simple trifala or something a over the counter laxative and uh, and they forget about it like so i think yeah it is a very important topic that uh, you know we need to educate a uh, lot of people so yes i'm so glad i, I completely agree with you i mean people are not openly talking about it you know uh, when people come and ask me what do you do so when i say i'm an ayurvedic doctor so what exactly do you do sometimes i give a weird answer to them i we help people to develop proper toilet training <laughs> <laughs> because that's actually what we do because once the toilet training is proper many of their problems are solved so absolutely so doctor uh, let us uh, get into the topic now let us talk about constipation and also let us talk about the ayurvedic approach of this concept of constipation absolutely so constipation is defined as a condition where someone a person will have trouble to open their bowel movements that is one thing so if a person is going less than say two to three times in a seven day like in a week then it is considered as constipation um, and also if a person has trouble to while they are actually going uh opening up their bowels but they still have any kind of pain or strain um even like the stool is very very hard that they have to spend lot of time sitting there even that is also considered as a symptom 
one of the symptom of constipation. Also associated symptoms we can see like uh, having bloating, mm -hmm. uh, distinction of abdomen. Some people also experience pain while they're opening up their bowels as well. Mm -hmm. So these are the common symptoms, um, you know, we see in constipation. And as per Ayurveda, uh, there is a concept called Vibandha. I think, you know, you also know, know the, about this. So Vibandha and Vata is the main, Apana Vata, which is a type of Vata, uh, is responsible for our elimination and defecation in our body. And if you have, if you are indulging in activities which can increase this specific type of vata or in general vata increasing activities, even the foods which increase vata on a day-to-day -day basis, then that could lead to constipation or vibandha in Ayurveda. Mm. So I think, yeah, that is the basic definition as per modern and as well as in Ayurveda. So here, I mean, uh, you know, when I do consultation and when I get the patient's medical history, sometimes they themselves come with a self-diagnosis or oh, doctor, I'm suffering from constipation. So when I ask them, so how do you know it is constipation? And do, when I ask them, do you go to toilet every day? They say, yes, I go to toilet every day, but I'm just not satisfied going to the toilet. So how, uh, how can we tell them if that is constipation or not? Would you consider that as a constipation? Yes, so that is such an excellent point, Dr. Vignesh. Uh, it's so true that often in my experience as well, people come that, you know, I open up my bowels two times a day, but still I feel like something is actually in there and, um, you know, incomplete evacuation. So, yes, that is also one of the symptoms. Um, very good point, actually. But we have to look at all the other things as well. Sometimes it might be, to do with IBS as well. In an mm -hmm. irritable bowel syndrome as well, we can see the same symptom where a person goes to the toilet and they have also have this bloating and distinction of abdomen. Mm -hmm. But they say that, oh, I always feel like something is still stuck there. I want to just go and sit there for like 20 minutes, but I still don't feel like some everything came out. So I would say uh, we have to look at all the other signs, like whether the stool is you know, hard or they have any pain, especially while going to toilet. Um, and I think uh, also the frequency of bowel movement. Mm -hmm. At least once a day as per Ayurveda, ideally in the morning without you putting any pressure on your body, as soon as you wake up, you should be able to just go toilet, do the bowel movement. That is what we study as a normal thing in Ayurveda. Exactly. Right? That, that, that definition of what a normal healthy bowel, this is so important. I hope people understand this. Yes, absolutely. So few few things that make it normal or like you uh, doing it as normal part of how you get a sneeze, right? You just sneeze it. Exactly. You don't have to put any pressure or it's a very natural, smooth process. So similarly, as soon as you wake up or any time during the day, because toilet going to bowels or opening up your bowels is also a part of like from the childhood you have a certain nature to go at specific time so if a person has a specific time during the day and they are doing it every day without any pressure or without any uh, force externally then that is one sign to say that okay they have a normal bowel movement and again, sitting on and not spending too much time. Also, time is also very important. More than 15, 
to 20 minutes if a person is spending in the bowel in the toilet then that could indicate that they have some form of a uh, trouble and they are not able to completely empty their bowels that mm -hmm. is also another important sign and like you said earlier feeling of lighter like mm -hmm. after you empty your bowel movements you should be able to feel like lighter oh i feel lighter and also feeling like hungry yeah yeah i want to eat something mm -hmm. i think these are the basic signs to say that uh, they have a normal bowel movement. Also, we talk about like the uh, stool consistency and other stuff. But I think to do with the habit and for a person to identify, these are the basic things. Fantastic. Thank you so much for, you know, uh, making it so simpler to understand. So I'm sure many people listening to this will understand. Or oh, this is where I have to uh, really differentiate if this is constipation or something not something related with constipation. So, doctor, coming to a, another aspect now, when we go deeper into this concept. Now, uh, some people say, okay, you know, they have this dosha analysis from the internet and they take this concept and they say, oh, I have constipation, so I am vata. And now they come to a judgment that for the rest of my life, I'm going to deal with constipation. And sometimes they say that, okay, I am uh, having constipation for ages. My mother had it. My grandmother had it. Uh, so there is no way I can come out of it. This is something that I have to live with it. Now, is there something like constipation is genetic and it is a judgment for the rest of their life? Can they come out of that? Yes. So I think uh, this is another beautiful uh, example, Dr. Vignesh. Um, I think uh, one, there are two things wrong with this thing where we nowadays have a lot of information and it is not just finding information, but it's overload of all the information uh, that we are exposed as a generation, uh, which is leading to the misdiagnosis first case, I would say, because if you go to a qualified Ayurvedic doctor like yourself or myself, we can actually identify them saying that if it is actually a vata uh, influenced type of constipation or not. So which is the first thing I would say. But even after that, uh, answering the second question, um, there is there is there are several things that when we consider like a disease to be asadhya. Asadhya mm -hmm. is the type of disease which means that we cannot have a cure. Exactly. There is only management that we can do up to some extent. But Lost case. we cannot possibly... Yeah, so lost <laughs> cause or you can say. So what I would say is we need to look at the age of that person. Genetic predisposition is important, but if a person is young and they are doing, they are eating warm, unctuous, which are like the opposite qualities of vata, uh, vata, dosha, which are like lagu, ruksha, khara, sukshma, chalan, right? So mm -hmm. if we are eating warm, unctuous food, which has a little bit of fat also like cooked in fat or has a bit of fat and has moisture in it and um, drinking enough water like hydration. They are doing proper hydration and they are having good exercise because exercise is also another important factor which helps us to open up our bowel movements uh -huh. and not indulging in too much vata activities. If a person can actually change these basic components of their diet and lifestyle along with the help of external ayurvedic medicines which are like anulomana like haritaki is a very good uh, vata anulomana herb which is very simple and easily available so there are also 
even more good herbs like avipattikara swadishtana virechanchunna so also there are even for chronic constipation there are more uh, specialized ayurvedic preparations right mm-hmm. so along with this and even in a person going through extreme constipation or chronic constipation we can do like vasti mm-hmm. oil vasti or anvasan vasti which can also help so Fantastic. i would say mm-hmm. yeah so i would say before we saying that um a disease is asaja or incurable there are factors that we take into consideration right mm-hmm. so it depends on that and yes there are cases where uh for example like certain diseases like parkinson disease where a person is old age and they are on this specific medication which makes them body over the period of years together taking that medication colon has lost its ability to function Exactly. for them mm-hmm. yes it is incurable for a young person even though they have genetic predisposition there is still a chance that we can cure constipation that is so true i mean in my experience what i have observed doctor when people come and say oh i have been suffering from constipation for a very long time what they are saying is they have come to a mindset this is something that they have to live with it and the worst thing that they can do is once they have that mindset is go through the dosha analysis question because that tells them now you have all the reasons why you should believe in the belief that you have it in in, in many people you know when you ask them so how do you deal with constipation sometimes they take trifala sometimes they take laxative and in fact it's laxative abuse and sometimes they don't go to toilet for like a week or even 10 days you know i know one uh flight steward uh, i mean air hostess she goes to toilet like once in 10 or 12 days mm-hmm. and when you when you go in, into details uh, how do you deal with that and she tells me the problem is not constipation the problem is she has fear of using a public toilet and because of that uh, she's worried okay go using a public toilet it's so unhygienic and how can i go and sit there so she trained herself no i should not go to public toilet and then what happens is when she has the urge she has access only to public toilet and when she has a toilet that which she can trust you know which is exclusive to her at that time urge does not come so this inability to have that proper toilet training with the routine that spoiled everything and and the fact that she is a flight a flight you know she lives in the flight goes to different time zone so this you know the concept in asatmi indriyartha samyoga correctly you know and the concept of parinamam you know the different time zones and all of this come in together and this doesn't work so then uh, my work was i told her this is something that can be easily be reversed this is not an irreversible disease you don't have to depend on laxative and sometimes they say that oh doctor when i am not able to go to toilet sometimes i just smoke a cigarette and then i feel light and then i go, i empty my bowels and the worst case scenario even with a cigarette it doesn't work so maybe i need to have a cappuccino and then a cigarette and then only it works <laughs> these are the kind of laxatives that they use so i feel calling constipation a genetic problem is a half truth and if they did a dosha analysis please do remember this is something completely reversible and that can completely change with so many change with your diet change with your routine change with your lifestyle change with your mindset all of this put together now doctor i want your experience so how do you help with the lifestyle changes and then we will go into the medications 
now uh, you told me about uh, one thing that i really want to come back to you about is the matravasti or anuvasanavasti which is we call it as the oil enema that we do in ayurveda uh, that i will come to it but what are the lifestyle changes that you recommend to people uh, who are suffering from constipation so i think your example perfectly you know defines all the things that we do like having constipation and then going on cigarette and then like smoking which is mm-hmm. like nicotine and mm-hmm. then caffeine Exactly. so both of them are again not a good kind of things that you want to put into your body you are already mm-hmm. having a health disease or condition and then on top of it doing these things like you will the more you put that into your mindset saying that oh nicotine helps me to go toilet or caffeine helps me to go toilet then it becomes a bad habit associated with a result mm-hmm. so which is not a very good thing to be uh, honest and coming to your question lifestyle one of the important factor that uh, that plays a huge role is to understand their body basically because often there are a lot of things which come into play when we look at a condition like constipation one is to do a proper exercise but there is also other factor where like athletes or people who are very health conscious health pro we can call them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they engage in excessive exercise to the point where there is dehydration or there is excess vata imbalance in their body so finding that balance where it is not causing excessively vata imbalance or aggravation and also at the same time it is creating that movement and helps your colon to get stimulated one thing i would uh, you know really emphasize upon and other factors like sipping simply warm water i see this habit where even with this covid situation there are a lot of people who went on and did this kashayas mm-hmm. uh, like excessive consumption of certain spices it's good i'm not saying ayurvedic spices or spices are bad or anything but the fact that they have like 10 different 15 spices in that kashaya and every day they went on drinking it mm-hmm. this kashaya for a person who is healthy and all may not cause any kind of imbalance but for a unhealthy person or for underlying health conditions it can cause imbalance same mm-hmm. goes with this use of medicine like you know just going and buying something like trifala or things like that um so i think i <laughs> got a bit diverted but in exercise is one thing and then keeping hydration and also not like ice cold drinks or um, mm-hmm. frozen food yeah so going for warm water which always stimulates our agni and helps us to uh, you know clear that shroto avaroda in our channels uh, that is one thing i always tell them to sip the water and drinking excessive water mm-hmm. in modern nutrition recommends us to have like 3 uh, to 4 liters or 2 to 3 liters per day but as per ayurveda ayurveda recommends us to drink when we feel thirsty not when you like just like overload of anything that is another thing and another important factor like the example of that hostess air hostess uh vega vega you know um, you know suppressing your yeah, vega, yeah suppressing your natural urges especially to open when you feel like going bowel movement even in lot of uh, my clients as well i see the same thing where they are in a work or something or they have a meeting then they'll stop that bowel movement 
and then after over a period of time your body will stop actually giving you even that stimulus like you know you need to open up your bowel movements the whole physiology has been adapted to say that yeah because you are stopping me these many times then the nervous stimulus and that sensory function has completely pattern has changed right mm-hmm. so i think these are important factors for people to consider uh when they are having a condition even with ibs kind of any kind of uh digestion it's important to eat on when you feel hungry and then open up your bowels when you have that urge uh and not to disrupt that natural cycle or flow and uh, another thing is training your body to go on specific time mm-hmm. like for some people they wake up as soon as they wake up they want to go to the toilet and it comes very easily because you trained it in such a way so if someone is looking to help with their or uh, you know manage this constipation one thing is to train your body or to have that bowel movement at a specific time mm-hmm. then over the period of time initially it is difficult but once you train your body it is our body is very much what you call <laughs> um intelligent enough receptive yes exactly adapt. so i think these are the things i would say when it comes to lifestyle um one has to be conscious uh, to change if they want to manage a condition like constipation i think even their eating time once they have a routine with their yes. timing of eating i think that also brings in routine with the elimination you know sometimes uh, you know people say that you know eating on time at the same time you are hungry on time and then when you eat on time that makes your bowel have movements also regular yes i think paying attention one thing another thing we always ayurvedic doctors always recommend is to eat mindfully right so mm-hmm. when we are eating mindfully and uh, i i educate my clients saying that if you are eating a food which which doesn't necessarily require you to use a spoon or something if you use your hands that is such a stimulation because when we engage all the five senses with the food that we are eating it stimulates all the gastric juices and it also stimulates the good kind of hormones and digestive enzymes and helps us to digest it better exactly there are certain foods where we definitely need to use a spoon like noodles or something like mm-hmm, pasta mm-hmm. but when you are eating food always try to engage the five senses looking at the food and smelling the food touching the food all these are very good techniques to improve our digestion that's so true and one thing when i you know tell i tell people suffering with uh, a long term constipation one of the biggest problems that they suffer with is anxiety now why i say they come and say doctor i have not gone to toilet for last few days and now this is uh, making me worried and uh, okay especially when they come to my retreat you know where coffee is not allowed and smoking is not allowed and they say that i can't smoke i can't drink coffee and now i'm not able to go to toilet so how do i deal with this i tell them don't worry it will go out any day you know it's not going to be stuck there for the rest of your life it has to go out now get it out of your mind that you know i have to go right now you are not in a uh, you're not going to be stuck somewhere in the forest and now you have worried that will i be able to go to toilet right now you have the toilet access right now so first thing is when they want to recover from constipation i tell them you need to give yourself at least one month's time to train your bowel movement it's not going to happen like a switch okay now yes. i'm going to change that 
Now, once they realize it takes about one month to have a proper bowel training, that also gives them, okay, now I have to be patient. You know, I have to train myself. And along with that, changing their routine and then changing the diet and then avoiding cold foods and then cold, uh, I mean, the frozen foods that, like you said, all of this when you put together and then within one month, they see that and now their bowels work like clockwork. You know, that, that aspect that we have to bring in. So now, Dr. Lon, let's get into the concept of laxatives. And also, I want to discuss about the laxative abuse. As a doctor, I'm sure you would have experienced so many patients coming up and telling, ah, oh, doctor, I'm you know, taking Trifala every day, or I'm taking Senna, or I'm taking psyllium husk. These are common uh, feedbacks you always get. So I want to know who should use laxative? How often can they use? And who should not use laxative? And how do we know if somebody is abusing their system with laxatives? So such an important topic uh, that we need to actually emphasize upon because um, most of the Ayurvedic herbs and even like, you know, most of this uh, over-the-counter uh, laxatives are easily available for uh, most, you know, all of us. And uh, it is all right, first of all, to use laxative or at least if to say that trifala for a healthy person who is experiencing, let's say if we go to a party or somewhere or uh, for a couple of days, even for me, if I travel for a like, you know, continuously for one day or two days, then I do get constipated. So for me, because I'm fairly a healthy person, if I'm using Trifala, let's say for that occasional purposes, or even say I'm using Senna for that occasional purposes, it's all right. It's not going to cause a permanent damage or any kind of uh, health issues for me, or it's not risky. But for a healthy person, even for a healthy or a person who is having constipation, if they're every day taking say trifala for like two grams or like three tablets or two tablets for say more than six months then it can definitely have permanent health uh, permanent damage and also like risks other kind of risk maybe not to do with the constipation or digestion but because trifala is a medicine right we consider mm -hmm. as per ayurveda if we are using even the even the dangerous thing, like we have a saying in Ayurveda, like if you if you know how to use even a poison, you it's can medicine. make it yes, medicine. medicine. Exactly. But if you are not using the medicine in the proper form, then it, it can even turn into a dangerous thing. It can work like a poison. So this principle applies universally to anything that we are using, mm -hmm. including that very easily available trifala to psyllium husk to senna so we can apply that principle so it's important to identify occasional usage usage of these things are okay for a healthy person or even for a constipated person but we should not be focusing on them as the treatment or therapy because constipation is not just a symptom where you're having a trouble with just a simple bowel movement, but it is coming internally from something bigger mm -hmm. or even more. So one has to work on their diet and lifestyle to manage the constipation or to cure it, not to uh, completely focus on laxatives. And some of the side effects, so common side effects that I see in my practice include uh, with trifala, they can end up with drying of their stools. Mm -hmm. So like it can cause the drying of stools because trifla is a very mild laxative. It is not a, um, 
what do you call that uh, severe laxity but even with that if a person is using for a very long time they can experience drying of their stools uh, and other problems like wind some people also complain they have headaches and uh, there is this severe case a lady who says that she has like uh, for like i think she used it for uh, four months or five months and uh, she has palpitations in her heart mm -hmm. so it's very important to understand even though these herbs are completely safe for a person who doesn't have any health problems or so but for a person who has underlying conditions or genetic predisposition of certain disorders they could very well end up with a different kind of health problem instead mm -hmm. of getting rid of this health problem they have and also there are senna which is a very a kind of a moderate to severe laxative we can call it and uh, even reported studies are there where senna has caused like uh, problems to do with the people losing their nerve and as well as the function of their colon so over a period of time because your body has stopped working normally it's just so when you say uh, over a period of time what is that over the period if you could give a tentative period I would so that say people understand that, you know sometimes yes, listeners would be think oh my god i'm taking trifala or senna for over 2 3 years so let's let's just understand what is this yes of course a very good question so i i would say if a person is taking more than 6 months and uh, even like more than 6 months to 1 year after 1 year or so you will permanently lose uh, the nerve function and the movement of your intestinal muscles mm -hmm. they don't contract anymore unless you give this external factor because the mm -hmm. body is adapted itself to wait for that external stimulus to come to react or work but it is a natural physiology for our intestine to contract because you have been uh, using this for such a long time body has adapted and uh, in my personal experience i also see people doing colon cleanses which mm -hmm. is a very common treatment you know uh, for like certain nutritionists I'm, i'm not sure some people very rarely recommend but uh, and uh, what happens is that same thing goes away this is this can cause electrolyte imbalance like constantly you are dehydrating your body by externally using this colon cleanse if you are doing more than 4 5 colon cleanses in a in a period of 2 months then you could very well end up with dehydration electrolyte imbalance um, you know losing like becoming more even more chronic constipation again the same factor that your body is stopped working functioning normally and is waiting for the external stimulus mm -hmm. so i would say these are some things and also like uh, stomach pain distinction of abdomen ibs i also see this um headaches migraine these kind of other kind of side effects and complications people can develop if they use too much laxative, of different laxatives laxatives no it's quite interesting when people are having chronic constipation these are the same problems that are associated with this and people are having laxative abuse this is again the same problem that they are suffering now it's interesting you brought up this concept of uh, cologne uh, cleansing you know once uh, there was a lady she was addicted to this concept called as coffee enema and uh, so i used to do coffee enema oh, it's fantastic every i feel so good after that and if she doesn't do it she gets she is constipated 
so wherever she travels she goes with this coffee anima kit and uh, i was just you know looking at it coffee anima it's so drying up uh, you know as you said uh, when you talk about vata kopa when vata is increasing it's a concept that too much of dryness is happening and in fact constipation yes. is an issue because of dryness in your gut dryness in colon yeah and and that is why in ayurveda all the animas be it the oil enema even the decoction enema has an oil medium as the base because uh, if you don't give the oil medium it can completely rupture that uh, gut microbiome there yeah so that is why uh, oil enema is such a powerful method to recover from a chronic constipation you know sometimes when people say that they are they don't go to toilet like in 3 or 4 days we just put them on a oil enema for like one week every day for like uh, one session for one week and after that it works like clockwork and of course provided they are also getting back to good routine yes so this oiliness the concept of what dries their gut and what does not this basic understanding is so important and when you spoke about this uh, dryness of stool when they consume trifala you know once i was um, meeting with one of my friend he is a gastroenterologist and you know he does a uh, lot of surgeries he takes the intestine out once he cuts open the abdomen and once he was telling your ayurvedic medicines are giving me lot of trouble and what do you mean by saying that you know once i took the this thing and he was taking trifala every day and you could see the powder in the intestines because he was uh, having such a over consumption of trifala just to empty the stomach so like you said because of this laxative abuse the natural bowel movement the intelligence of the body is lost it has completely paralyzed you know so uh, people need to understand that uh, laxatives are something you can take it very very occasionally like once or twice or maybe three times you know when you travel and you don't have it or when you are having this but if it is more happening regularly and if you are uh, you know depending on laxatives every night then you definitely need a lifestyle change and need a proper guidance from an ayurvedic professional or somebody who can help you come out of this constipation absolutely i couldn't agree more actually mm-hmm. um there are two things which is because this you know if you look at the modern concept of understanding uh this constipation why ayurveda is so progressive when it comes to these concepts you know i have this clients who say that even nowadays we see lot of this salads salads are good i'm not saying they're bad because it's made up of fiber and there is raw juices now this is a pattern vegetable juicing and then fruit juicing or like in the form of smoothies so when it comes to ayurveda we look at everything on the quality like gunas how it affects our body and what kind of functional aspect it's going to affect afterwards after mm-hmm. we are eating certain food but this concept is not still uh, it, it's not there in the modern nutrition or uh, most modern doctors their understanding physiology of food and its effects on our body is different mm-hmm. with this upcoming trends like raw juicing and then uh, smoothies cold mm-hmm. especially the ice mm-hmm. cold smoothies there are clients who come to me who will say that you know because i thought that someone told me that or you know my uh, some nutritionist or i read this article which says that 
i can you know i have drank this raw juicing if you do this juicing for every day on empty stomach they wake up and they drink like wheat grass powder or other things like moringa juices uh, you name it everything they are all super healthy foods i'm not saying they are bad foods or anything but the way we are consuming it if you are every day on empty stomach when you have low agni in the morning like your metabolism is very very low in the morning and they wake up and they drink these juices they say for the first one week i'm fine i have very good bowel movement but now i feel like i can't sleep at night i'm having this bad migraines and i feel like very tired in the afternoon so when i tell them that you know because once you have you noticed this pattern where once mm-hmm. you started this raw juicing is when you started to have this headaches they'll be like oh yes i think so i started to feel like weak and i got this migraines then slowly i tell them that it's good that you want to include all this amazing fiber content and everything but end of the day if your body is not able to absorb any nutrient from it and it is causing other problems like drying of your colon and causing you headaches there is no there is no point right no matter how healthy organic food we want to eat if you are not able to digest it and get that nutrient mm-hmm. there is no point so exactly once i educate them to have warm foods and take it in a different form because for years i think for ages humans are eating vegetables while cooking after exactly. cook you eat something right exactly so i think this is where we need more education and emphasis because something is super trendy or super mm-hmm. health craze it may not suit everybody you know also we not overdo it mm-hmm. overdoing something can always have some problem end of the day exactly i think once you know as you were saying about this uh, raw food and humans for ages they have been cooking and eating you know once i was having a discussion with a person who was an advocate of raw food and he was saying that uh, cooking food is so uh, artificial because if humans needed to cook food then stomach would come with a cooker you know uh, because uh, nature would have designed our stomach with a cooker so i was like that's interesting but i do appreciate his way of thinking because uh, it it makes some sense you know why is our stomach not there you know in that kind of thing but you have to understand our stomach uh who i mean the people who used to eat raw food are people who are living in a primal uh, nature you know they run they move their agni is their metabolism is like beyond like a uh, person exactly it is beyond your uh, what you, your scope of thinking in today's kali yuga you know okay. where you are sitting yes. most of the time and you are living in zoom today and your movement is half restricted and today because our movement and metabolism is weak this raw food is fantastic for a person who has a fantastic digestion and absorption and metabolism but for a person who is suffering with constipation who is suffering with bloating who is suffering with acidity who feels heavy after food if they consume raw food it's only going to make it worse this is my observation in many of the people who come and tell me that i turned vegan and they became more tired and i feel the problem is they went cold turkey immediately you know they went to the other side without taking the proper measures time transition exactly exactly so i think I we think need to educate them to understand there is a step by step don't immediately go and run a marathon first start by walking and then 
you know, make sure your diet is changed, your sleep is good. And then maybe you can run one kilometer and then you can try for a marathon. This way we have to approach this. <laughs> absolutely. Um, agree. I think I do see people who are absolutely fine on the other mm -hmm. spectrum. Like you said, if a person has this good metabolism to the point, like if a person is highly a pitta dominant uh, prakruti, then mm -hmm. for them, they don't see any problem. I do get clients who are saying that, why are you telling me raw food is bad or don't do it? <laughs> but I find it perfectly fine. I feel more energetic after doing this juice and all that. Then I tell them that you are blessed with Agni, you know, <laughs> you're so great. But not everybody can actually take that raw juice or cold smoothie and survive. Exactly. It's different, right? For a person, because... 80% of the people nowadays, you said, because of our, uh, what we call that lifestyle where we are sitting at home or doing uh, very less compared to that, uh, you know, our uh, old age men when they were doing hunting and all these excessive physical activities where metabolism is super high, we don't have that. And movement is also not there. So it's important for us to acknowledge. And also, like you said, we can still enjoy these raw foods. Like I recommend them to do it during spring or summer when there is a good amount of sunlight is there and there is a chance of them moving more um, and all. That that would be an ideal time if mm -hmm. they are really, really interested to you know do this juicing and smoothies and stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. I think going, you know, some people, what they do is they indulge in an unhealthy lifestyle and suddenly they decide, okay, now I'm going for a juice detox. I tell them, please don't go cold turkey. Don't go to the other extreme. You know, instead of going for an extreme detox, just try to stop putting unhealthy stuff inside your body. That itself is, will help you to a great extent. And then maybe, uh, you know, in a protective environment, when you're able to do a detox therapy, that will work best. I think that's the same approach with, you know, people either go for a laxative abuse or they try to change many things and they are not able to have a middle path. This middle path is so important, which is what Ayurveda advocates. Moderation. Everything exactly. in moderation. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So, doctor, so what would be the key takeaways for that you would, uh, you know, you would uh, advise people suffering with constipation? if we have to sum up this discussion? Yes, um, I think uh, one thing I would say is try to develop this conscious relationship because that, that goes for all the diseases out there and for especially for constipation, very, very important thing is to not hold that urge to pass the bowel moment. So that is... In my experience, once I educate a client that don't worry about like if the toilet is going to be like in your case, mm -hmm. uh, example where, you know, she's so worried that, oh, the public toilet is not safe or something. I recommend them like just carry some wet wipes, antibacterial wipes or something with you Fantastic. if you have a job, you know. So it's a very simple modification, but at least you can use that. And if you still open up your bowel moment, then that becomes a habit. and slowly they have to try and to have a patience 
because i see people saying that oh i want to do this consultation now can you give me appointment like uh, tomorrow please i i want to become so healthy version of myself give me an appointment tomorrow but i tell them that i don't have a time or something and i tell them that wait and also same thing goes with the result as well like they will ask me okay if i take this medicine will i see change in like one week will i feel better in two weeks then i tell them that you have to imagine your body as something you know like a wall if you have a wall in your house over the years then it has this moisture slow mm-hmm. moisture every year you are just painting on top of that moisture mm-hmm. and one year you want to go back and say if you open that it the whole wall is spoiled now mm-hmm. you cannot repair it in one hour or two hour you have to completely remove the board do step by step procedure right so same exactly. thing for the disease as well so we have to work with our body be patient with it it will take time as long as we are consistent we will definitely be able to cure most of this modern day you know diseases issues, issues yes so yeah i think yeah <laughs> be patient thank you so much you. Uh, i think that's so important i think the reason why patients are patients is because they don't have patience <laughs> there's another <laughs> saying you know Oh wow that's a very funny <laughs> <laughs> because they want to come out of it as soon as possible they can't deal with it you know that's another yes. thing it becomes so and you know exactly. keeping hold of that mental mental constipation you can exactly. call it yeah uh, like you said the mental constipation sometimes people are holding on to their past pattern so long holding on to the past unhealthy memory so long they're not able to let go also you know and there is a funny thing uh, the antidote for stress is to relax and if you uh, dissect the word relax you know lax is a laxative for constipation like <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. to let go absolutely i think so um, it is about rewiring not only just your body but rewiring your mind as mind, well exactly right? exactly you store so much of this over the years like exactly. you know, layers and layers we have to work it from the top Bottom layer and <laughs> to the bottom layer so yeah so thank you dr varalakshmi so how can people reach out to you do you do online sessions and uh, how can people find more resources that you put up uh, by the way i love the instagram contents that you put up it's fantastic every time the reels that you put it, it's so simplistic easy to understand you demystify the whole concept of ayurveda and every listener please to follow uh, dr varu lakshmi and she i'll be putting all her details in show notes at the same time could you tell me how people can reach out to you doctor yes of course um like dr vignesh was saying i have a instagram handle which is uh, absolutely my name at the rate dr varu lakshmi so you can just message me and uh, there is a lot of information on there simple things that you can do uh, about ayurveda and how you can become a healthier version of yourself and uh, you know Yeah thank you so much for uh, having me Dr Vignesh and also thank you so much for listening uh, everyone Thank you doctor and uh, I look forward to having more sessions uh, and this insightful discussions more with you thank you so much Thank you so much Dr Vignesh Thank you for listening to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond If you loved and enjoyed this podcast please do subscribe share and review us 
This helps to spread our mission of guiding humanity to becoming their healthiest self and also giving the right resources for holistic healing. If you wish to know more about my work, please do visit www.vigneshdevraj.com. And if you are interested in doing an Ayurveda treatment or authentic panchakarma therapy, please log on to www.sitaramretreat.com.